0: Health Matters with Laura Kopeck focuses on matters of health and why our health matters and how we can take matters of our health into our own hands. I'm your host, Laura Kopech, and today I'm having a conversation with Samantha Nadeau. Samantha Nadeau is an optometrist with a private practice and an eyeglass gallery located in Garland in Firewheel. She's been in practice for almost 20 years. Samantha is also a mom of three extraordinary children, and I'm proud to say one of my dearest friends. Thank you. Welcome Samantha. Thank you. Tell us just a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, um, you said so much already. Um, So I was born in Dallas, um, went to school, came back to the Dallas area. And like you said, I have three fantastic children. Um, uh, They are in 11th, 8th, and 5th grade. So two boys and a girl, keep me busy. Um, And then my practice, I have a partner that I went to school with, and so we started practicing our own private practice in 2008 and um, it's been growing ever since. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: Excellent. So what's your favorite part about being a business owner and being a mom, you know, like oh.
1: a, a working mom with her own business, right? The I would say at this point in my life, my favorite part is the autonomy to be able oh, yes. to kind of control my schedule and um, you know, kids have something going on. I can be there with them if I choose to um, and not have to worry about, well, I don't get those hours or I need to make this up on another day. And I mean, I do because ultimately it's my business, but yeah. at least I have the freedom to make those kind of decisions. Yeah. Um, so it's huge.
0: I love that autonomy too. Mm-hmm. I really do love the flexibility of going, okay, parent-teacher conference, right. I don't need to consult with anybody. I can just exit out of my schedule. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, that's, Eleven. but with that autonomy, it just feels sometimes like all the weight of the world is on my
1: shoulders. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 So as I take time off and it's like, okay, great. I'm like, okay, if I'm not there, I mean, it's still not generating enough money. Yeah. So I I do want to invest more. So I work, Um, I've worked for other practices in the past and I don't like, I take time off and I'm like, okay, I go home, clock out, you know, don't have to worry about the business. I take time off here and I'm like, oh. But I feel like I want to. Right. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to put some extra time here. I'm going to do this. But it's with a different fervor and mm-hmm. excitement. Yeah. Mine, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the the passion when you're working for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the drive. But also, yeah, some days if you're just for me, if I'm not 100 percent present, mm-hmm. um, there's no, you know, just clocking it in. And, yeah. Uh, just being mindless about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, really have to be present.
1: Engaged, absolutely.
0: And yeah, I mean, if I'm not working, there's, you <laughs> huh? take that time off, it's like, oh, well, now I gotta make that right. up. <laughs> right. No vacation pay. Right, really, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if your patients are relying on you, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, are you concerned at all with people that they might go somewhere else if they're first timers, if you're, you know, blocked out for, uh, <clears throat> say, you know, a family summer vacation?
1: So, I used to be super concerned at first about capturing every patient that wanted to be seen. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can't remember what you call that, where it's like, okay, let me try to meet your needs and your needs mm-hmm. and your needs and your needs. That can backfire. You're, you're not conditioning the practice for what you want it to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I've gotten to a point certainly where, no, I need to take care of me, self care, and my family. Um, patients that were meant to be with us will be there and yes. they'll understand and we'll come back. So yeah, that's, that's having good insight. boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. I mentor
0: new uh, business women, and, and that's definitely a common thing, right? You just don't want to turn anybody away. You're right. trying to grow practice. You're yes. trying to grow business. Um, but it does set up a really kind of wonky foundation mm-hmm. where you're just, too available. Huh, yeah. uh, too, and then, you know, everything else suffers. Absolutely. I, I tell my kids, I'm, I, I do everything kind of part time, you mm-hmm. know, like I can't, that's another thing. Sometimes the downside is I feel like some stuff is always just a little bit watered. Yeah. Um, as opposed to a more positive outlook, I think is just that I wear multiple hats.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. How do you negotiate that? <clears throat> you know, and that's what the balance, right? Um, and I, I don't think it's ever balanced, to yeah, be honest. It's, yeah. Seasonally, you may feel pulled to something a little more um, and then it may shift. Right. So in, in, in any instance, I have to be present where I am, mm-hmm. um, being mindful of what may be next. But I, I hate when I find myself concentrating about. X, Y, Z the next day. And I'm not present with what I'm doing right now. I'm like, this is not serving where I am, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a practice, but but that's what keeps it all manageable. When you're like, okay, I'm here, and check, check, check. And I'm here, and check, check, check.
0: I like that, too. Yeah, yeah. when you're wearing that hat, yeah. you're right there. Right. Um, and that helps me, too. It's like, okay, these are my hours yes. that I devote to my business. This is now where I put on my mom hat. Yes. And try to keep that uh, delineation really, really clear. Mm -hmm. And then we had COVID, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) things just like run together,
1: together, right?
0: (laughs) The lines are all blurred. Yeah. I mean, that was like the the craziest part for me is that, you know, I had manageable different hats and that helped me stay present in the the moment, like you said. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, everything was all one laughing and Mm -hmm. yeah tell us about your experience with you know what happened because you have a physical location right with your business and then what happened you know wearing all these different hats
1: right so when covid okay so we were just coming back from spring vacation and so everybody was off literally on that sunday monday everything shut down so to speak um but where schools did, businesses are still open. We practiced normally for another week. And then they went um, into complete, into into complete um, uh, quarantine. quarantine. And so our business is essential. But what the American uh, Optometric Association recommended is that we only see patients for emergent care. Mm. So that really, I guess, in a general sense means like, um, an injury to the eye, infection, things like that, so they can be seen. And they didn't want them going to the ER anyway, right? So we needed to be available for that. Some practices just close all together. They're like, I don't want to do it. But we, we felt like we needed to be available. So twice a week, we'd be, we'd be open for three hours, like on a Tuesday and a Friday, so we could access patients that need We are still answering phones, things like that. But in vision, some might argue that your glasses breaking is an emergency, or, uh, yeah. right, or you don't have glasses and you ran out of contacts or anything like that. So um, we we were still available for small visits like that. Now we weren't soliciting saying, hey, come see us, but if you called and you had a concern, we were trying to make that available. But that went on for like, gosh, we were closed for 10 week, eight weeks, nine yeah, weeks. It was yeah. a long time. Yeah. So um, just trying to manage the business and um, was a little bit of a, strength it was just different right for everybody mm-hmm. yeah um so I have that and then I'm home the other parts which was great but not really yeah. and so the kids are home <laughs> my husband my, I mean, my son told someone the other day um oh yeah mom didn't really work uh she was at home and I'm like I was working <laughs> <laughs> I I was still checking message I was random. You don't know Yes I yes. was working but in in their mind since I was so I was there more often and they were there more often it just seemed like no no no, no. she was just kind of there all the time. But anyway, um so that there was one where the area was kind of blurred mm-hmm. um but I did like being what it did was it helped me create some habits that I've been trying to form at home that I haven't yeah. been able to do getting so busy with things. Yeah eating earlier more consistently, prepping food more consistently, which is a must whenever you're trying to do business and um, family, right? Yes,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: And I don't have it perfected by any means, but it's just more relative and more on my radar now. So it's definitely a more conscious effort. And I think they benefit from that, even though we've gone back to some more yeah. normalcy.
0: I love that comment. You know, mom's not working, right? Right. I I have a virtual office, <laughs> and so some of that has kind of crept in even before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if yeah, you're doing something on the computer, I'm prepping for a lab review or something. Yeah. The interruptions. I'm I'm working. Right. I I'm working. I know I'm here. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. 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 So,
1: yeah. so yeah. definitely, definitely.
0: So what do you think is the future of small businesses like yours going forward? I mean, you've reopened your doors fully, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen that everything kind of just returned to a level of normalcy, or is it still an adjustment for you?
1: For me, it is still an adjustment because our focus when we, when we opened again completely was to be mindful of distancing for the comfort of the patients, mm-hmm. Um, So that meant our schedule, our space is relatively small. Um, It's large enough, but given where we are in the pandemic, I guess it's small and everything falls in a single corridor. So it's not like we Mm -hmm. even have a loop to go around. And so where we would have two doctors work a day, we're like, okay, let's just keep it to one. And so we did that for a period of time. Then we started doing the two again. Um, And, you know, let's say we see 100 patients, three might be comments like there are a lot of people in here. So it's still and it's Uh, always going to be on people's radar. But, you know, they still come out. We still are are abiding with the masks and things like that. Um, And I mean, we can only do so much. Right. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if I if I am unable to generate the revenue that I'm used to, I cannot keep the people employed. (laughs) that yes. I have working for me. Yes. So that's our goal, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the adjustment at this point, just making sure we are juggling, we are just super efficient. And again, this is a positive, right? It requires us to, to make sure that we are being as efficient as possible with patient flow and just, so, so it's all a plus, mm-hmm. so it's all a plus. Mm-hmm. But that's,
0: yeah. but we're getting there. Yeah, We're getting there. Do you like wearing the mask? personally yeah i mean um, <laughs> <laughs> so you and i have had a, a, some kind of interesting conversations yes. about the ups and downs of and the challenges of mm-hmm. that are unique to us mm-hmm. in what we do mm-hmm. and and, and it, it just had me thinking when you were talking about proximity right oh, yes. and that one of the things that challenged you was sometimes being in that proximity mm-hmm. especially if somebody you know because dentists can wear masks and so that proximity Mm-hmm. Now that you have to wear a mask and you don't have to explain why you're wearing it, yeah. Is that something that you're like, oh, this I kind of like this? So
1: <laughs> you know what? I get I, you know, I guess in a lot of ways, um, because I can't do what I do out, outside of six feet for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so but yeah, wearing the mask, it 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 allows me to be closer without thinking about certain things. Yeah. Um for sure, yeah. without having to explain or or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and so, somebody coughs while you're looking in their eyes. Because right, bless their Whatever hearts, they do. They yeah. do. They cough. Sometimes they've eaten onions, which, <laughs> which is their prerogative. But
0: right. you know, but like you said, if you're a dentist, you're completely yeah. uh, free of that when you're that right. up close exactly. to somebody's mouth. And optometrists haven't been they, wearing masks. They have not.
1: They have oh. not. And so that does oh, wow. <laughs> well there's some freedom there for sure yeah, everybody's yeah.
0: wearing a mask now you don't have to be the optometrist that says there's the uh, weird optometrist yeah. wearing the mask We're wearing the mask it's yeah. like
1: <laughs> we all have to do it this plexiglass here isn't because i don't like you
0: <laughs> right. i have so, to have it yeah. <laughs> so maybe just a little bit of an upside right right
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. yeah
0: well let's talk a little bit more about yeah i help and, and okay. what you do specifically mm-hmm. so what do you wish more people knew about eye health?
1: So I wish more people would, would think about eye health as being a connection or extension of the entire body. Ah. Um, and that decisions they make, um, uh, throughout the day may affect vision or comfort of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not separate and they may feel that way about their teeth. I don't know, or maybe not cause they're eating, but, um, but it, 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 it all is connected. It's all
0: connected. Yeah.
1: So. And in diagnostic medicine, I think that's
0: uh, something that most people experience going to regular doctors. And it's always just individualizing mm-hmm. body parts, right? Yeah and in functional medicine it is about the big picture mm-hmm. and so yeah i mean that's a really good point i think they're losing i think we're gaining more understanding of like teeth and gums how that impacts mm-hmm. inflammation and how that impacts the whole body yeah um but eyes is probably something that we're just not uh you just know that we yeah. don't even think about it think like
1: about that. it like that yeah a- absolutely and eyes is um it is i want to say I almost want to tell you to correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you can look this up. I can't remember the call. But I want to say this small organ has more subspecialties than any oh, other part yeah. of the body. I, I mean, doctors just on the front part, just on the back part, just on the inside, just wow. on the lens, just on the, the muscles. I mean, every just on the lid. Just I mean, everything is broken down to a specialty with this small little piece wow, of the body. Wow. So, you know, it already gets so much attention. and Obviously, it's very important. I mean, we have our own CPT codes for Pete's sake that the, the rest yeah. of the medical community doesn't even have. So um, it stands to reason that it it can be affected by a lot going on systemically
0: absolutely absolutely i i'm trying to get more people to pay attention to their eye health especially with the amount of increased screen time that is happening absolutely the amount of blue light and absolutely people having sleep issues mm-hmm. and not understanding how you know, looking at the blue light on a continual basis is going to reduce your melatonin production. This
1: is very true, which Mm -hmm. I
0: think is really critical for our kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Um, Because of what we know about not getting enough sleep, how that impacts uh, increased risk for Alzheimer's, Um, because without sleep, we don't detox the brain correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think eye health is something that we haven't really begun. we we're scratching the surface. Oh my gosh, absolutely. (laughs) Of what
1: eye health is really about. Yeah, Yeah. agreed. You know, you were mentioning the sleep being affected by um, the blue light wavelength um, and all the screen time, especially our little people are having. We have signs in our office that, kind of explained this in Mm. picture format, you know, um, talking about potential damage to the macula and not even addressing like the circadian rhythms and things like that with our hormones. Mm -hmm. Um, And my daughter, I got a pair of glasses for her just for the blue light protection. Yes, And she would wear them even when she wasn't looking at a device. But but interestingly enough, she seems to have misplaced them now that she needs them more often, (laughs) but that's another story. But um, just this morning, I was getting her up and like let's go and in the car you want breakfast? Yes. We we I'm like let's go. She I don't know what's taking her so long. Mm-hmm. She comes to the kitchen doesn't grab the plate. Oh. Uh okay. So we take it in the car. She's eating very slowly. Kind of spacing out. And she even said, oh, "I just spaced out." Really? Mm-hmm. Why? This is not normal behavior yeah, yeah, for her. Yeah. But literally she's on the screen all day. Oh, I know, right? All day in school. Mm-hmm. And if I let her, she'll be on it all night. Yeah, for entertainment. Comes, like For right? entertainment. Yeah. Just be oh, I mean, they don't even watch TV. Mm-hmm. They just stay on a device if I let them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is affecting my poor child. Mm-hmm. You know, this, I mean, so now, you know, we have to figure out new ways To because we can't take away the screen time all day.
0: Oh, I know we can't now that they're doing virtual learning at younger and younger ages. What are we going to do? Yeah, Yeah, we've got to come up with alternative strategies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Awareness too, right? Like how many people are going to come away from this going? Oh, blue light, sleep, right? You know, drawing the connection, connection, right? Between the health of your eyes, right? And the rest of how your body is. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
0: I noticed this with with my youngest too. She, um, it just seemed like automatically there was more screen time and I can't go to sleep. Yeah. Like it was just like, boom, boom. Yes. You know? Yes, And I had reached out to you and got her a pair of glasses mm-hmm. and yes, in the beginning, the fascination, I'm, just wearing glasses. <laughs> I'm like, look at me, I look so cool. And you know, they were like rainbow and yes. she was just like, I'm going to wear this everywhere. <laughs> right. And then, you know, the novelty of that were off. And that right. was like, are you wearing your Put glasses, glasses on. Yes. Put your glasses on every time. <laughs> Put them next to the computer. Oh, that's where you need Computer them. glasses. <laughs> computer glasses. <laughs> it's so easy.
1: <laughs> it is. It's so easy. Are you in my house? How do you know I, mean, have you I said,
0: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you we could do a poll of, of, of moms and just talk about, okay, what are the two biggest things you're seeing right now with your kids um, with the virtual learning? I mean, in general, I talk about screen time all the time mm-hmm. as, you know, interfering with our brain function, mm-hmm. uh, interfering with neurotransmitters and the gray matter of the brain. And, you know, yeah. are we looking at the screen right up until the time, you know, we go to sleep? Right. Yeah. Which is not
1: yeah. what we should be doing. Nope. No. no even pre COVID. Yeah, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what, what else do you wish people did, you know, more like in general, to take care of their eye health? I mean, I'm sure dentists would say, Oh, I wish more of my patients would floss. Right. 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 So what do you wish people would do in terms of, you know, everything from the way they think about their eyes, which obviously is that, you know, that it's more connected to the body, but then right. maybe is there self care? Is there,
1: you know, we use our eyes for everything, of course, and just being mindful of how focused we may be in a particular direction, like the device, or even at a distance, you know, mm-hmm. um, some people have careers where they drive all the mm-hmm. time, and just changing the focus, uh, making yes. sure the muscles, even if you're sitting in the computer, I tell them, you know, put a timer, put a post-it, you need to take at least a visual break, can't yes. you know, be focused down like this the whole time, it's, it's going to your eyes are going to feel less fatigued if we're just looking someplace else, right? Um, and also having a, a realistic, and this is difficult because, you know, it's relative, right? Expectation of what your eyes should be doing or, or seeing as we age. Because um, mm-hmm. it may change. Mm-hmm. And um, not to be afraid to uh, use eyewear if it provides comfort or relief it doesn't have to be a, a full-time thing for a lot of people yeah but uh, you know they're like no i don't need it well mm. if you have a headache yeah don't do that you know yeah yeah <laughs> for yes. sure do yeah. what you can as long as you can without anything right right but if you're missing things or you know you find yes. yourself for people are like why are you frowning i'm just trying to see Oh, well,
0: mm, yeah, oh yeah it might be worth
1: it to, to, to look just see
0: the things that we just want to ignore. Right. right. I mean, that distance thing is so huge. Cause mm-hmm. that's a little bit like, you know, if you um, throw a football mm-hmm. and you were to only throw it short distances, eventually right. like that's all you would be able to do. Right, And those
1: long distances are going to be like, Oh
0: yeah. Ooh, what and, is that? Exactly, Such exertion. Familiar. <laughs> right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. if all we're doing is, you know, what's the distance from our eyes to a computer or our phone? What's right. that like?
1: Yeah. Ten inches exactly by ten to sixteen inches. Yeah. yeah, Then
0: all of a sudden, you know, we look down outside and we're gonna Mm -hmm. be like,
1: Who's that? Is there
0: a car from my
1: house? Or (laughs) I feel unsafe. I don't know what's going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So how often do you recommend people look away from their screen?
1: I would say about every 15 minutes. Oh,
0: good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, to That's just, really just and you tip. don't have to get up and walk around the office, but just yeah. visually at least take a look. Same place. And we're visually intent individuals. We're focused. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're trying to get things done. So, like, if you have to set a little alarm on your, f- on your phone or your watch mm-hmm. or anything, the computer that you're working on, just to look away. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Get something visually you want to look at. Not to mention expose yourself to kind of take a break. Kind of recharge you a little bit to come back focused. I was reading somewhere, you know, 55 minutes is really our limit sitting yeah. down. Oh, yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. To be there for hours on end is probably less productive than if you took a little break along the way.
0: Yeah, so. absolutely. Like when we talk about posture and, the, mm-hmm. and you know, and talking to chiropractors, the shortening of the stomach muscles because we're always sitting. Yes. And just getting up and really oh, evolving, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder how much more sitting we're doing and how much... Uh, they oh say gosh. that sitting is the new smoking. Oh my right? gosh. Like we just are, just don't realize the impact of sitting. And I'm sure we're gonna. I hope is gonna become that much more. Yeah. Um, valuable affected. Mm-hmm. and affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So another thing that this has me thinking about is how fast images come at us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, one of the things that I was reading about children's programming is that there's certain um beats and noises that have to happen every like pulses Mm -hmm. in the visual and the noise to keep their attention so they've looked at like I don't know if it's 15 seconds I can't remember what the facts are about Mm -hmm. stimulating that like shocking almost yeah um and how you know the cartoons that I grew up with or you grew up with Mm -hmm those are spread out longer. They're different, right? They're different, right? <laughs> They're different, right? <laughs> and so sometimes I do feel like if I watch something that the kids are watching, I almost have to look away after yeah, a while, like right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't look at that. Mm-hmm. I can't look at that kind of, just
1: like fast, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there long-term repercussions to that on the eyes? You know what, I haven't read any studies to that effect, but when, you know, I hear patients come in and the parents may say, oh, um, my child is having issues blinking a lot or, mm. and they feel like it might be visually related, but that is really impulses firing in this neuromuscular synapse. And it could be more, um, I wouldn't say behavioral, but it it's it's more brain than it is vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an extension of the brain, but it's just working on different mechanism. And we talk about all the stimulation, you know, they, they're just, it's possible that that could be related.
0: Yeah. That, that overstimulation. The overstimulation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's, and so that's why, you know, talking about using some lavender, some, some mm-hmm. different kind of calming oils or something like that to just relax, which is the opposite of what they're getting mm-hmm. <laughs> with those quick oh, firings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're cal-
0: Constantly overstimulating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we're guzzling entertainment and information. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't even know that we will see the long term implications like, of this, uh, especially this transition onto the yeah. screen where, you know, kids before they have a developing brain are now just locked into this computer. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know how you can um, unring that bill.
0: Yeah. Do you see a lot of what I would call inflammation in the eye? Like definitely one of the biggest complaints is, you know, what we can umbrella with the term inflammation, Mm -hmm. you know, and something's just everything. Yeah. I feel like all of it. "Ah."
1: Yeah. So even patients, I mean, one of the probably the the biggest thing patients will say aside from I'm having a hard time seeing is my eyes are dry or Mm -hmm. they don't even know their eyes are dry. Maybe their eyes are watering a lot, which is actually an indication of dryness. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of that stems from an inflammatory response.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really
1: does. And so then we have to delve deeper, right? Um, And we talk about optometry or medicine in general. The approach is, um, okay, I see the problem. Here's medication. This is going to fix it. I was talking to a patient just yesterday, and he was having this irritation issue. And he's like, what are you thinking? And I was like, I'm thinking I can fix it, but I kind of want to keep it from coming back. You know, like, you know, what's... Why did you have it to begin with? You know, mm-hmm. what can we do? Um, so, so more chronically with the dryness, it's, you know, drinking water or um, it, it and the inflammatory response. What's causing that response? Why are these mm-hmm. glands swollen? Mm-hmm. Um, what are you eating? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and that's where you yeah. would come in, right? And yeah, I would be like,
0: yeah. um, listen. How you, much inflammatory foods are you consuming? Right, yeah. right. I find one of the biggest... Um, mistakes i guess people make about hydration is the amount of caffeine they're doing yeah and understanding how dehydrating that is to the right. body in that you know i tell people for every eight ounces of caffeine they do they have to add another eight ounces on of top of water on top of that to counteract the diuretic yeah uh, effects, of uh, the- effects of the caffeine mm-hmm. um so people come to me they're not drinking enough water as it is yeah Uh, Or they're doing some kind of liquid that is not really water. Right, but
1: it's liquid. Juice or whatever. So it
0: doesn't uh, really count as a pure hydration because it's not an unbound molecule. And then this whole idea of the caffeine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I bet there's a lot of people that would not have thought that hydration and maybe even caffeine... Mm-hmm. would contribute to a watery eye.
1: Right. Yeah. And we recommend often for patients to make sure they have good um, dietary intake of their omega-3s. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that is helpful for the inflammation process throughout the entire body. Yeah. Um, but there are therapeutic doses that will be helpful for the eye. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I think there's a, yeah, supplements, n- nutraceuticals like that, they get pigeonholed into, you know, oh, omega is just for heart health right, or right. high cholesterol, right? right? And and they don't look at it as beyond that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the dry weight of the brain is made up of essential fatty acids. Yes. It's now looked at as a premier uh, tool for reducing neuroinflammation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, athletes know that in sports nutrition, it will reduce, uh, you know, muscular inflammation, mm-hmm. uh, can act as a blood thinner. So mm-hmm. it does have some benefits co- for cardiovascular. Mm-hmm. But... You're saying there's tremendous benefits to oh, yeah. the eyes, yeah. and and having a recommendation on how much they should take based on
1: absolutely, eye absolutely, is, and getting really a good essential. quality um, supplement is mm-hmm. important. I mean, you can't just pick up. Anything, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. you need that DHA and that EPA in high amounts, um, for it to be worth your while, or else you could take the whole bottle.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, that's another thing. People dosing themselves, right? Right, I, people will say, i say, why are you taking CoQ10? Oh, my doctor told me to. Did your doctor tell you to take two hundred milligrams? <laughs> right? Because right? there maybe you should have been on thirty yeah. milligrams. There's a huge difference. Oh yeah. Or melatonin, right? You right. can go to the store and get it one milligram, ten milligram. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, ten milligram. <laughs> It's probably not necessary. I'm right. like, really messing with your own production of melatonin. Right. Like this is what I found. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with omegas, do you find people aren't taking enough? That's the biggest mistake I find with with yeah. that. Is most people are like, ah, this was affordable. Well, it was affordable because it was like 100 milligrams. Exactly. And maybe you needed oh, a thousand. For sure. You're gonna take ten of those.
1: Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. They're like, well, I can get this at yeah. this yeah. big box yeah. store for. Yeah. A fraction. Yeah. Well, that's because when you turn it around and let's look at, and I tell my patients, yeah. I'm not trying, we sell those in the office. You don't have to buy it for me. Mm-hmm. But when you do choose one, right. just be educated on this is what you're looking for. Yeah. These values need to be high and this yeah. is why. Yeah. And that way, it's no pressure, but I just want to make sure you get good quality whatever you get.
0: Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I tell people to do a home vinegar test with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've done that at all with when they buy, especially those uh, Omega soft gels. Mm-hmm. I had somebody do the because sometimes the casing mm-hmm. is almost like a rubbery plastic and won't dissolve. So, so, <laughs> so pointless. I know. And the whole thing is, <laughs> yeah, you've spent $10, but that was $10 right. that amounted to no nutrients. So, that right. was actually more expensive That's than right. a 15 or $20 bottle exactly. that would actually dissolve in your system. Right. So, yes. yeah, I mean, those brands really do matter. They really do. Yeah. yeah. So, would you say that you're, you know, is it, is it? Can I say that you're a holistic opt- optometrist? You
1: know what? I would I would like to think that I am. I Cause
0: I'd love to use that term with you. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, how many times would you go into an optometrist and then really talk about omegas or, you know, right. anti-inflammatory diet, hydration, right. uh, essential oils, any of those things? Oh, yeah, like I you.
1: would hope it's a growing number, but to be honest, I I I have searched in the area yeah. and it's and there are not that many, especially mm-hmm. not in this metroplex. But um, but that is what I am working on currently to become more proficient in the mm-hmm. the art of being a holistic optometrist. And what that really means. Yeah, I have yeah. patients that call and ask that. And my staff will come to me and be like, are you holistic? And I'm Can like, we say that yet? I'm like yes. yeah, go ahead and yes, tell them that. Yeah. I mean, because the point is I want to figure out a way to kind of help without throwing a pharmaceutical agent at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about everything that's going on. I don't want to take the place of your primary care physician or any other professional that's in your life, but right, right. I want to help assist and be part of the team. That's going to get you on the path.
0: Absolutely. And give the big health. picture right. about how eye health is really part of that whole body. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that whole body health and wellness apps.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's it. Thank you so
0: much, Samantha. This was so wonderful. I so enjoy your company and a wealth of information. And I hope we've given a wealth of information about iHealth. I hope so. To everybody and also some of the highs and lows about being a, a business owner and a mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I hope this is the first of many conversations. As do right I. Here.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. It's my pleasure.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm your host, Laura Kopek, And today's episode was a conversation with Samantha Naidu. And this helps us bring attention to our focus on our health, how to take charge of our own health. Thank you for listening and join me again for another episode of Health Matters with Laura Kopeck.